Welcome to my podcast with Jessica Blessing. How are you today, Jessica? I'm good. How are you? Doing excellent. Appreciate the time. I know it's a, a busy time of the year for you. Let me introduce Jessica to you. Jessica is a independent sales rep for an apparel and footwear company. She does exactly what I do. Oh yeah, Except in a way hotter state right now. Well, <laughs> I, I, I can go to I can go to hot places in my state as well, Jessica. That's true, but you choose to stay where the climate is perfect, twenty four seven. That is, that is preferable, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go down to my account and collect it, though. It'll be 114 115 down there. Okay, you got me beat. Yeah, so. So. At least but, it's but, not like 80% humidity. So. But but visiting is a completely different thing than living in yeah. it. So oh, Je- sure. Jessica is a, it's a sales rep for the biggest state in the continental U.S. in Texas. Just so you know, uh, Jess, every time I start feeling sorry for myself, I go, hold on. I didn't give birth to two kids. I I don't have two kids. Trying to I cannot, yeah, pack I can, them on. I the cannot complain about my job. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, so, uh, sometimes this summer I even took them with me to some of my appointments because you know during the summertime you don't exactly have a slew of babysitters yep. or school to watch your kids for you. So I just would load them up. I said y'all are going with me, and they would just they're actually making quite a little salesman. So. When I brought my daughters out when they were in school, I had the same issue, and uh, and I took them out a few times, and my sales always went up. Mine did too. My my daughter, she'll walk up, she'll be like, "I really like these pink boots," and of course, <laughs> like, this, I don't know if it's just kind of a mercy buy or what, but they usually end up buying the pink boots she likes. So, I don't think I could do that all the time, but yeah, that once every summer, I, my sales popped up a little bit. It was nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not too ashamed to admit that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. When they're teenagers, they won't be as cute, so I need to milk it while they're little, right? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it truly depends. The, um, as a working mom, you have two, ch- two children, a mm-hmm. husband who's incredibly busy as well. Oh, yeah. What do you find? How do you find the balance of, of staying afloat mentally? The cocktail at night. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, there, I don't know. My friends ask me the same thing because besides, you know, both of our full-time jobs, you know, my husband's also a full-time, you know, he he rodeos. Um, both my kids rodeo. And then we also have a pony riding business where we buy and sell ponies. And then we also raise registered dogs, toy Australian shepherds. It's just, you just go and do and you kind of just prioritize and I mean, I've, I'm not ashamed to say, like, I have, I've been hiring people to help us with the little things around here just because we can't get it all done, at least yeah. not here, you know, because I have to focus on my actual job. When the kids are in school, though, it is a little easier, except uh, somehow I got volunteered to coach the soccer team, too. I don't know where the hell I'm going to find time for that, but you just, you just do. I don't even know how we get everything done in one day, but we somehow and, and- it all works out. And Jared's helping with the football team. Yeah, well, he'll take my son to football. He's more of the rodeo coach. So, like, Kane has football on Mondays and Thursdays, and then my son and husband will rope, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and then usually go to a rodeo on the weekend, besides the sporting events. And, yeah, we just kind of – we're just a team. I know when we're often split shifts. So, like, my daughter had her rodeo queen stuff this weekend. Um, The boys were at a rodeo somewhere else on the other side of the state and we just kind of met in the middle on Sunday. So, yeah. And, just, and you're not, and you're not even busy for work yet. I know. And this is like, these last two weeks have been my slow time. Yeah. I have slow time, meaning I'm more on my computer, um, organizing my show trailer, 
you know, and, and I leave when I leave for Denver Monday. Um, here we go again. I'll and start all over again. Start all over again. And my and what helps my sister in law also does the line of work I do. And so um, my in laws are really good about helping pick the kids up from school. And then I have about ten other friends whose kids go to our school as well. And I'll just call them and be like, Hey, I'm not going to make it on time. I need somebody to get them. Y'all, yeah. somebody will pick them up. We usually find somebody, but uh, often it's my our family. So. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is, you know, when you're out on the road, how how much? Well, I know personally because I've been there in Denver next to you when the calls come in. But how much communication are you doing with back home? <laughs> well, it depends on what they're trying to do. So, like, I've even had calls like, how do we turn the oven on? How do we turn the dishwasher on? I'm like, seriously, you guys yeah. can figure that one out. But it's every little thing because if you think about the stuff that you do on a daily basis without even thinking about it, like school lunches, for example, because that just started again. And I'll have <laughs> yeah. to uh, – I'll call my husband or I often text him too um, and just say, hey, don't forget this, this, and this. And as my brain gets to racking all day, I'll think of other things or with my in-laws too and just – or hell, I'll even have um, throughout the day, you know, I get people calling me about ponies and puppies, you know, on our little side deals and um, asking about rodeos when those are starting. And uh, it's just a constant – I mean, it's a constant communication. I can't. There's no way I could write down on a sheet of paper before I left everything needs to be done, and feel confident that it would get done. You know. Well, imagine. I always I talk to. You've been doing this for about ten years now. Yeah. Imagine life before cell phones. I thought about that. I remember when I had a pager, and you you know you could spell hello yeah. upside down with little numbers, <laughs> and uh, I was thinking I was like, how would we have done this? How would I have even found my stores? Like, I use the GPS on my cell phone. I know. I would be a lost unit without it. I mean, I guess I would just have to know my roads. But right now, I just follow my GPS. And often, um, I think about it. I'm like, if this thing broke right now, I would have no earthly idea where I'm at. That's, it. that's always the negative. You know, it's like, know. If, you get, if you get caught without technology. I told you, one time I left my phone in my wife's car as we were, she was dropping me off to go to Denver. And it was that, that, that one trip where we went there for one day. Remember yeah. that? It was a one-day trip because it was yeah. a small season, so we just went real quick. Yeah, it was like just, just went overnight, mm-hmm. and and I so I was charging up my phone in the car because I wanted to be 100 percent when when I got to the airport and I left it in the car, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit! So we leave and all that, and I land in Denver. Sounds easy. How would you get? How would you call the shuttle, Jess? Yeah, or anybody else to come get you. Yeah. You would find the payphone, which is what I had to do. <laughs> do they have payphones? So, yeah, they, they have free payphones at Denver Airport, just so you know, by by baggage claim. Oh, I didn't know that. And so you dial zero for operator and say, I need the uh, the A-loft in Aurora. You know, it was just, it was like, and then like uh, our boss was texting us, hey, Morgan, meet here, this and that. And I'm like, I didn't get any of those messages because I didn't have my phone. Yeah, there's just yeah, you just lose. It's almost like you just become in your own little bubble. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of a bizarre. It's, it's a bizarre. I I still remember because yeah, I'm slightly older than you, but I remember be, <laughs> being a, a sales rep, not you know, and, and same thing. Having a pager was a big thing because it would be nine one one. I would have to get off the freeway and then find a payphone and, and use my my calling card, my company calling card, uh, so I didn't have to, get, have to put in quarters or get charged. Uh, and then call back to the office to find out what the 911 was. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, I haven't been. And then many times it was like, oh, oh, we figured it out. I'm like, hold on. You made me just get off the freeway, find a pay phone. Did you see that thing on Facebook with all the young kids taking pictures of them next to the pay phone? Like it's like a, it's like a antique piece now to those kids. Yeah. I, I, I had to show my daughters how to use a map, like, like a real map. Like, okay, find the address, find G6. And then go over to G6 with the coordinates and then find the street within there. That's how we used to have Thomas got the big books, map books. And uh, yeah, I saw one. Yeah. I saw one in the store. I was like, girls, how would you get around? Show me. I'm like, what? Yeah, my kids, right. Yeah, there's no way. There is no flipping way. My husband used to always keep a Rand McNally um, in our truck. Yeah. He's old school. He says, if we ever need it. Well, my daughter turned it into a big coloring book, so you couldn't even <laughs> you couldn't even see the roads, anyways. So <laughs> that's you know that's the, the a lot of people complain about technology and this and that, but I mean it's made our lives a lot easier. It's I mean, well, I like find you, myself I'm guilty of it. I talked to my husband about it. I find myself on my phone all the time, and I need yeah. to not like I'm always check. I do like I check my emails, my I mean social media. You know, your friends are always texting kind of the thing everyone wants to talk by text now and it drives me crazy but um yeah I just I've got to like and it's almost like I'm addicted to it because when I put it away or leave it in the house to go do something outside all I can think about is man I wonder if so-and-so called me or if I wonder if you know you almost you almost want it on your hand or in your pocket with you all the time that's that's you know they call that FOMO I don't know what it is but I need to reduce my phone time F-O-M-O, the acronym for Fear of Missing Out. That might be it. I don't know what the heck I'm going to miss out on, more work, but. Uh, I know. I know. But like I, you I said, you, you have your dog stuff, you have your pony stuff, you have soccer, you have football, you have rodeo, mm-hmm. husband, family. <laughs> so. It almost it's, like, it's I almost like, I think I'd probably be better off just by throwing my phone out the window and for a few days. I'd probably get a lot more done, actually. Okay. <laughs> you let me know how that works out. I, I get the physical stuff done that needs to be done outside instead of sitting there, you know, chit-chatting. Yeah. Like I do. So. Well, that's, I'm good with, with – I feel like I'm pretty good. You know, I, I have to check my social media, and then I, I check, you know, the work stuff, and then I, I have to be on my computer because that's how I process orders and I get emails on the weekends even for work and all that. So it's like – I don't know. It would be, it'd be interesting, you know, if you go a week without a, without your phone. Imagine that. No, I want to try it. Of course, we probably get fired. <laughs> <laughs> it might not work in our favor. At least uh, when you hear when people go to Mexico and have no cell service, you know, yeah. you're kind of like, that might be all right. Just kind of leave your phone in the States and go on with it. I remember um, I went. To, I used to go camping with Vastine, and a lot of, some of the places we went to, there's no cell signal. Man, so, that'd be nice. Yeah, no phone. And not even you're not missing out anything because you can't access it, you know what I mean. But what yeah. the, the the sucky part is when you start coming back down the hill because you I'm go up to Sequoia. Oh my God! You're when as soon as it got into cell signal, uh-huh. oh, shit. You mean the just disappeared? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's exactly there's additional text and email saying, "Did you receive this? Are you okay? Why aren't you answering yeah. my calls? Yeah." Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's the pleasant positives. What do you uh, when you're on the road? 
what do you enjoy doing for free time? <laughs> You're going to laugh. Uh, if I get about an hour just to lay down and watch a movie, that is like pure joy for me. <laughs> I never get to do that. So I always, I laugh. Like if I, cause usually I travel out of a, I have a pretty good sized show trailer. It's probably 28 foot. So the back is a big showroom. The front is a living quarters. Um, right. I often will sit there and catching up on just little emails that I've been working on or spreadsheets. If I just get that quiet time, just to, I'm not, there's nothing else I could be doing besides work because I'm, you know, either parked <laughs> at a KOA camp plugged in somewhere or I'm at a hotel. So if I can get my emails caught up and if I can lay down and watch TV, even if it's for like 30 minutes, it is just awesome. Well, and, uh, and dinner, like do you get room service or if you can stop and get something good that you never like sushi, yeah. there's, you know, yeah. our options for sushi out here in Wise County are not exactly stellar. So, um, like if I can get something different to eat that I normally don't get to eat or, um, and I enjoy yeah. visiting with my friends. Like, I'm a constant, uh, like, if I'm driving from here to Houston, in those six hours, I will be talking nonstop to somebody. <laughs> just because I'm trying to catch, and it's usually one of y'all, because it's yeah. usually somebody I work with that understands the craziness of what we're doing every day. Um, and then podcasts. I enjoy, uh, I if I get really into a storyline or something, I cannot wait to get in the car and finish what's going on with the story. So, I, I hear you. I, I, I've spent many, many of hours talking to you, Joey, Casey. Mm-hmm. You know, because exactly. I, when I get the text, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. what you're doing. You know, bored. Well, it's really bad when it's, uh, so like if it's a really odd hour of the day, of course, I can't call you when it's six in the morning and I'm driving because it's four yeah. your time. But like I have, so then I'll try Joey or somebody who I think may be up, you know, just because you're so bored. You're like, all right, who else? can I talk to right now, but yeah, I think the last I talked to Joey for about three out three and a half hours because he, he was driving, he was driving home to Alabama and he had like a six hour drive or something like that. And then, and it was like midnight, his time it was 10 my time. And I was, by the time we got done, so yeah. I was driving up North. I was driving up to Paso that day or yeah. Salinas. And uh, my yeah. friends always say, sometimes my friends will say, what do you do? It's so much fun. It sounds so easy. I'm like, oh, you just come on the road with me for a day and see what you think. Well, that's, you know, I, I get that too. But I, I enjoy it, but it's not as easy as people think it is. It's it's not. And you have to be very self-motivated for sure. Well, I always tell people, I, you know, there there's a, an office person that works in our office, and she was complaining about how much the sales reps make. And she was an office, you know, an office hourly person. Yeah. And uh, one of the bosses said, well, if you want, I'll, I'll remove your salary and you go out there and make, make, make what you want. Oh no, I need, I need steady income. Well, you don't get that with, yeah. it's the, the give and take, you know, every, I tell people, you know, my territory is California, basically Southern California and, and Hawaii. Oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, yeah, I'm very fortunate. At the same time, <laughs> I could go to Hawaii and have an account not show up. And then you're out, lots of money. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. which has happened. I went to well, my Maui why... store, and, and the buyer called in sick that day. I guess you lay on the beach. That's a really like, expensive you know, business trip. Yeah. I flew 2,000 miles. Um, how sick is she? Yeah, she better be dying. Because... <laughs> 
Do you want me to send flowers somewhere? What are we talking here? Yeah, what are we, like, how sick are you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was, that's, when I was pregnant with, uh, well, both kids, I traveled up until, like, the bitter end. But Callie, I remember I was at a store. It was a Monday. I mean, that was huge. And the store's like, when are you due? I'm like, Wednesday. And they're like, what? Why are you out <laughs> exactly. here? Exactly. Yeah. I was like, hey, listen, if I don't work, I don't make a paycheck. So I am working until I can't not work. So, and then when as she was two weeks old, I dropped her off my mother-in-law's. I'd go see accounts, come right back. You know, I just couldn't. I was like, you can't just not work. There's no maternity leave, you know what I mean, when you're a sales rep, unless you want to give it to yourself, but then you're going to suffer months later because you're always booking futures. So. Never. And that's, that was the thing I was going to ask, you know, I, I like I said at the beginning, I can complain about my job. I'm like, oh, I got to drive down to Calexico today, you know, which I, it's it's LA traffic. Then I have to actually literally go through San Diego traffic and then get out to my store. And then I have to, if I don't want to spend the night in Calexico, which no one wants to spend the night in Calexico, I have right. a, a, a hundred mile drive back to San Diego. Ooh. You know, so it's a it's a 450, 500 mile day. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of sure. LA of California traffic. Not not. Yeah, I'm out on that. Yeah. Not not Paradise, Texas. Gotta say, we got one stoplight, so. Take <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so, but, th- so I have those days, and then I go, hold on, just just with was pregnant, driving a 28 foot trailer. With a semi, I had the semi for a long time. I had the semi until uh, with Kane, I got so big though, because you have to really push that clutch down to start and stop it. And uh, at one point, I remember I was so big behind the steering wheel, I couldn't reach my foot down far enough to get the clutch down far enough because I had to sit <laughs> so far back. So then I was like, all right, well, hell, now i got to travel out of the car. Well, then you have I to get some platform out. shoes just to drive your something. I mean, I would climb in and out of this truck, and people would just look at me like I was crazy. Now, granted, he was a huge, like he was almost 10 pounds. So, I mean, I was just, he was You're just full. big. I was, yeah, I looked very full. Uh, but then I would go waddling into my stores carrying those, you know, those card bins that we have? And I didn't think yeah, oh, yeah. but I'd throw a gear bag on my shoulder and I'd pull my dolly into the store. And, I mean, these people thought I was trying to kill myself. I said, y'all, I'm not dying. I'm pregnant. I can pack all this stuff around and be fine. And uh, they would just laugh at me. And then the day before I had him, we were at the house, you know, trying to get ready. And uh, we had a guy trimming trees. Well, I go out there not thinking about it. I'm moving tree branches around, throwing them in the pile. And this kid, they're like, what are you doing? I was like, why is everybody treating me like I made a glass? It drove me crazy. And then uh, with Callie, same deal. They said, well, you can't travel. I was about a month before my due date. They said, hey, you can't be traveling far from the house. I said, well, uh, Dr. Smith, we got a problem because I cover half the state. So, yeah, I was going to say, uh, Dr. Smith, can you come with me? <laughs> yeah, either you come with me or I'm just going to find out where the hospitals are along the road. Well, then it got two weeks before my due date. I still had to do the northeast part of Texas. or Yeah, northeast part of Texas. And um, my husband, there was about four big accounts I really needed to see. And so I told my husband, I was like, hey, you've got to take these days off work. And I said, just bring Kane with you. And I said, let's go. And so we stayed in that show trailer. And, uh, That's insane. It was so funny, though. He would walk up and just be like, are we done yet? It was just because he was a toddler then. He didn't yeah. know. And we would go camp. Okay, we had a blast. We actually did. And I would know where the hospitals were just in case, you know, whatever. You had to. I said, I said, they don't just deliver babies in Wise County. I said, I could have it anywhere, just not Oklahoma. That was against the rules. But um, 
but uh yeah i mean you just do and then now that the kids are older um and old enough to go with me every once in a while in the summer i like to take we always at least do one overnight trip together just one of them and me so like i remember callie went with me and we stayed in east texas and we had a blast you know we rented a movie we um went to dinner at chili's you know we camped at the koa um, we always just kind of, the kids really enjoy that. And they yeah. enjoy these little moments. Because someday what mom does isn't going to be cool to them anymore. They're going to think it's pretty lame and they're going to want to be a race car driver or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah. So my friends always say, you better value this now when they think mom's job is pretty cool. So. Well, and, and like I don't think my daughters ever thought my job was cool. You know, they thought it was cool that, that I could schedule my, my, my appointments and, and schedule around kind of their schedule right like when when they were in the heart of lacrosse season i was able to kind of make things make do yeah work a little bit better you know that's 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 the one big bonus i think of our job is i can go god you know they've got a the big rivalry game on thursday i'm not going to schedule to be in san jose on thursday you know what i mean Yeah, that's like what that's like we have homecoming coming up and i know that since this is my son's first year at football i was like okay i cannot miss uh, we call it Panther Mania, you know, where they introduce all the players and. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I cannot miss that. So. so you, need, you, you could, you start. could, but you'd be a bad mom. I gotcha. Yeah, well, and I mean, I have my moments. Like I miss the Christmas party usually every year, and the Valentine's yeah. party. I mean, I'm usually gone for that stuff, but for the most part, I try to be part of the big moments. You know. Yeah, I mean that's I don't know that to me that's the stuff you, you kind of have to you know what I mean. Oh yeah, because if I didn't do it now, I'd be so mad at myself in the future if I didn't and Roper and like our company that we work for is awesome because they understand family you know what I mean usually they get it. easily <laughs> they love it and they get it and when I like even when Kelly did um her radio queen thing this last weekend you know and Roper um bought she had to sell so many tickets per se for her competition and Roper you know bought quite a few from her to help her with their competition and they always just kind of support the kids and what they do, which is awesome. In fact, yeah. my son, one of the saddles he ropes out of that he won for all around um, was a saddle that Roper actually sponsored that saddle at their youth radio, which was cool. So, but that's, that's the other thing too. It's like, as I've gotten older, you know, I, I got offered a, a, a position with a, a competing company of ours and it, mm-hmm. it, on the outside, it, it was more money. Right. You know, and it was, it wasn't a lot more money and it was like, but then I would have to do daily reports. Yeah. Like daily. And I'm like, I don't have to do daily reports, you know? So I make a little bit less, but my lifestyle is a little bit better. So that's, that's to me, that's the balance that when I was in my thirties, it was always about making more money. Yeah. You know, money so, can't so, buy happiness. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone was going to offer me a $1,000 more a month, I'm gone. You know, but now I'm like, hold on. What's my what's my my sanity worth? You know what's what's. My friends ask me that all the time. They're like, "What can give, Jess? Like, because you're so busy. What can give?" I was like, "Right now, nothing." I said, "I made the list, and nothing's gonna give." I've given. Uh, I haven't been working out as much as I should. As I've gotten older, I, you know, your clothes don't fit like they should. And you're kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> gravity is not my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you're like, okay, that's the only thing they can give because every other priority I have, I don't have wiggle room. You know, there is no wiggle room. Yeah. And we just kind of, um, and that is the glory of working independently. Like you may have a week where you put in 
60 hours. I mean, you are busting it. Yeah. And then you have a week like this week where I'm at home, you know, doing office days, catching up. That way, when I do hit the road again, um, you know, I feel organized and ready. So. Well, and that's, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, see, I'm with you. It's like, that, that's the great part about our job is, you know, this week I, I'm, I'm going to get my samples back. I'm going to clean up my garage, clean up my truck, get my right. truck worked on, you know, you know, get, get, get the oil change on it this week and all that. Yeah. That way, next week when when I'm gone for what three days, basically come back, start putting the samples away, load everything back up, and get back out on the road. Yeah, I have a girl hired for Thursday. She's a good friend of mine, and she's done it the last few seasons. She kind of knows the routine. Um, so while one of us is packing the show trailer, the other one's cleaning it, organizing. I mean, we have it ready to roll. You know. Does she does she want to visit, or does she ever visit California? <laughs> Fly her out there. I'm sure she would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alyssa, if you're listening, there you go. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll so take I, it. Yeah. I always have, um, like, I've had a few girls over the years that have helped, and it's just, it makes it so much nicer, especially once you get them. They kind of figure out, like, how these line breaks work um, yeah. and how to hang them. Man, it's awesome. I mean, that, I, I always joke because my, my daughter was a personal assistant for two years, and I always joked with her saying, that's exactly what I need in my life. You know, it's like someone just to, to go up to the dry cleaners to pick up my stuff. All the stuff you kind of just like, like you, you're busy, right? Yeah. And then there's the, going up to the UPS store, doing this, doing that, would be awesome. Just little errands, yeah. Yeah. And I told Jared, man, if I could find somebody to clean stalls and you know add add a few more deals to the list, I mean, we'd be set. So. Come and sell a few more dogs. You'll be there. I know. I know. I said, we'll move our RV out here. Let somebody out live out here and help us. You got the space. We do have the, the space. We for sure have the space. So just do a little guest guest branch or whatever guest house. You know, there's an RV park down the road. I could totally just put somebody over there. I've, I've thought. Don't get me wrong. I've thought about it. I have thought about it. So. Because well, summer is just busy for you, I would imagine, because you got you know, Jared's trying to do rodeo and. Callie's being a queen and yeah we have the kids youth there's a bunch of youth radios and just um and last year you know Jarrett was able to make the finals and so he was gone most of the summer yeah. this year he was gone a bunch and then his good horse got really hurt and then um Jarrett got hurt and so both of them were down and so they were home the last few weeks of summer and um I mean it was a nice change for us to actually have them home you know, because normally we go up to Cheyenne, Sheridan. We make that kind of run, you know, up yeah. north. Um, this year we were home all summer. And it was different for us because we normally aren't. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We put up a above-ground pool. We'd swim. We'd rope. We'd work. I mean, we just were here just kind of hanging out. Um, and that was a different pace for us, but I enjoyed it. So. Well, that's a, that's a nice – that is nice. Yeah. You, you get the, some of the freedom with, with the job. What, what's a, a great story for you? As far as like, if you travel? were gonna, if you were gonna, like people say, "Hey Jess, what do you do for a living?" And you go and you tell them, oh, "I'm a sales rep for a apparel company and this and that." Oh, that must be fun. What's 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 the favorite place you visit? What's a, what's your favorite trip? What have you seen that blew you away? You know, I have one story when we first, and you'll appreciate this because you know this girl. Um. So Casey Hagan, when she first got hired, they sent her on a road trip with me. 
<laughs> we decided. Uh, we decided I was going to take her down like around Conroe, around that whole like kind of north of Houston run, you know. Yeah. But we just well, first stop was you know we made a stop at one of the stores, worked the line. Um, on our way down, she had never had sushi, so we stopped and had sushi, and she's, you know, her to this day, she eats a ton of it now, but. Um, but then we pulled into this KOA camp at, it was at Lake Conroe. I forget the name of the KOA camp. And we look over and they had something there called a human pillow. Have you seen that thing? Oh. It's a huge, it looks like a pillow. It's a giant, it's monstrous. So it's like the size of a house. But it's blown up and you jump on it. Well, we get to jump on all this thing. Well, if you jump one side and someone jumps the other, you shoot that other person clear up in the air. <laughs> and so we... We had more fun at this KOA camp, just bouncing around like little kids, you know. Um, I mean, that whole trip was a blast. And every time I go on these trips, like, I need to get better about stopping and looking at, because I kind of take the same route. You know how you kind of get you get the same routine, same hotel, same. um, It's always exciting, though, when I do see a new hotel or I stay in a new one, and it is amazing. Um, So I always make a note, you know, come back here. Um, and I'm lucky, like where you, you probably have a lot of overnights in your territory. Yeah. Uh, I have a fair amount, but nothing like what a lot of the reps do because I cover half the state of Texas. So my furthest account is six hours. Um, within three and a half hours, I hit a large majority of my accounts. And so I can, um, I call it like the spider web effect. Like I can spider web it from my house, you know, and go up and back yeah. and hit two or three accounts a day. Yeah. So I, I, don't have I, I use my, my house as, a, as, as the hub of a spoked wheel. That's mine. Because, because yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, that's exactly I'm almost dead center. Mine. Yes, that is exactly how mine is. And yep. so um, I'm able to just, uh, yeah, I just go back and forth. And it's funny. So well, you, I was laughing. Uh, I always get pictures taken of this, too. So when I was driving a semi all the time, <laughs> um, and I have that big roper trailer, Yep. Well, when you go to a small town school, especially the parking lots are pretty big, and there's pastures around us and stuff, but um, I'm always late, A, because my kids don't ever get up in time. And um, Yeah, blame the kids. <laughs> yeah, and I'm always trying to, yeah, it's just, so here I come wheeling in 90 into the school parking lot with the semi and the roper trailer, and of course, everyone's looking at me, because you can't be nonchalant when you have a, yep. when you're gearing down. Uh, and my kids are always embarrassed. Every time they wheel in in the roper trailer, they're like, oh, mom. I'm like, come on, we got this. Let's just go. And uh, I remember one day the principal was like, who is that? And I'm like, that's even yeah. – <laughs> And why is she – What is she doing? Why does she drive that big rig? So, And the truckers, you really get some looks, especially when I was pregnant, waddling in there with your semi-truck and your show trailer. Of course, where you See, that's live, something I can't even imagine. You cannot even do that where you're at. I mean, it's just – there's no way. So, no. And when, when I, I first started – Yeah, there's no way. They were start. They were saying, "Hey, you should get a trailer and this and that." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And and then I started going, "No, no way." Uh, yeah. A semi with a no. No, there's where where you're at. There's just no physical way that you could. So, yeah. Some of the like the Wrangler guy, he he uh he has a sprinter, a full, uh, like a long sprinter van. Oh yeah, and that uh-huh. that works out. But yeah, the, the the I don't know. I'm trying to think. The cinch drives around in a truck. I don't think anybody I know drives around in, in a rig like you guys do. Out in Texas, it's kind of the norm. Yeah, they all have the big – well, I mean, there's quite a few show trailers. I thought about the Sprinter van thing if I ever did downsize, but I have, we have so much product. Well, you know. That's why I, I look at it and just go, 
you know, that that's, it, it's the, how much more would I make versus the payment on it? Exactly. You know, and like, is it going to pay for itself? Yeah. Over time, you know, just about anything would, but am I going to make considerably more by, by stepping up to that level? I don't know. Right. That's, yeah. That's I don't always, know. That's a hard one. That's always been, you know, because I have one big account. So that one big account is not going to come out to a trailer. That doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't work that way for me either on our bigger accounts. On, on yeah. some of them. Some of them use it, some don't. Um, a lot of my stores like it because they can see everything. Um, I have it set up pretty good. Of course, the parking lot, everything that I go to, for the most part, has room for me to park. Where you're at, not so much. Well, so, yeah. Jeez, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be insane. Yeah. But... It, it, that's always the the catch. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I've I've had so many great stories too with with the and it's 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 not just going out. It, it's always the people. I I remember riding. I I, I swore off riding mechanical bulls <laughs> when I when I was thirty one because I went to I was in the construction industry at the time and we went to a trade show in Dallas and I went to Gillies. Oh and I got on, on on mechanical bull, and I was completely hammer drunk. I mean, blotto drunk. Yeah. I get on the bull, and I, maybe I said something stupid to the guy controlling it. I don't know. But he knocked he, off him, tries to swing you off of it. No, he didn't try. He did. And <laughs> and I pulled the groin muscle on the left side of my leg, on my left leg. Oh no. And it hurt so bad that night. I was like, man, I'm drunk, and it really hurts. So the next day I woke up, I could barely get up out of bed. I could literally barely pull my leg out of bed. <laughs> so 20 years later, probably 18 years later, I'm at uh, MGM Gold Buckle Zone for NFR, obviously. And they had to, that's back, back when we used to run the Gold Buckle Zone. You remember that? We had the stage. Yeah. And Joe Nichols was doing the autographs up, upstairs. Yeah. They had the, the the mechanical bull down there, and Clay Trying says, "You got to get on the bull." And I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> I can't do that." He goes, "No, no, no." So I go get on the bull. He gives me his hat. He goes, "If you're gonna ride a bull, you got to wear a hat." Cause I didn't have a hat on. And I was like, "Oh man." Oh, gosh. So, but the one thing I learned in my my older age is it's okay to just let go. Because in my early thirties. Yeah, my early thirties, I was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm, I got this. I'm gonna hang on. Man, I get, you get into your forties, like, nah, it, 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 it pits me. I'm good. That's so. right. You're the one that we sit like this last year. We walked up, and you could see the mechanical bull down there. And we walked up, we just sat there and watched it for a minute because just the people that would get on that were so, they could hardly walk straight, let alone yeah. like their friends would be trying to hoist them up there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Their butt cracks hanging out the back of their pants. <laughs> Well, that's the uh, the Grizzly Rose in Denver has the, the the duel. Have you been there? No. Oh, you got to go to the Grizzly Rose. I can't believe you haven't gone. I don't know what that. I don't they have they have a duel uh, matching mechanical bulls. Oh, no, I've never seen that. So you and your buddy can go on, and it, the bulls do the exact same thing. So there's no oh he was rougher with you or with me. It's it's you and your buddy can go up and, and ride bulls at the same time and and it does the exact same thing. So who's better? That's awesome. And 
and uh, I did that with uh, uh, Bailey Fastine, and then uh, Hunter and Joey did it. Oh my and I, god! And I have video of that, so I'll share that with you next week. You will have to share that with me. I would like to see that. It's, it's pretty good. As a uh, Hunter was uh, ass slapping the uh, hat slapping the uh, the ass of the mechanical bull. <laughs> How about Joey was hanging out with two hands? He, Joey, Joey did pretty good. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't, he wasn't drunk yet. Yeah. So, so it was that, and then they have the roping uh, area in the back of that place. I have been to that. Yeah, I've been to yeah. that part. I. Uh, that's another great thing about what we do is the. Well, like these events. Granted, we have to work the events during the day, but we get, you know, it's so much fun um, seeing everybody and and meeting these people at the events. That's one thing I do love too. That. On, like, especially like NFR. I look forward to that every year. And even now, Marcus, hold on you know? a sec. Now, I'm not there the whole time like you are. There you go. Let me scratch that. I'm there for about half the show, and it's a perfect amount of time. Now, if I was there for the whatever three weeks y'all were there, I think I'd be pretty sick of Vegas. So, that's, I, I always tell people, I'm like, they're like, oh, you're so lucky you get to go to Vegas for the road. I'm like, for one, anytime staying in a, in a hotel room for 16 days sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just, it just sucks. Now, put you in Vegas where you actually you have things to do, but they all cost money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't you're come like, home and, yeah, you're like, okay, if I make this much today, how much am I yeah. allowed to spend for dinner and drinks? And then you end up spending all of it. You're like, crap, I didn't make any money today. And so you have to try again. I'm telling you, that's exactly what it's like because, like, you have to go off the strip to, to I mean, make, when McDonald's meals cost you ten, twelve dollars, mm-hmm. you know, the oh, buffet is forty, fifty, sixty dollars. Yeah, and like, I don't like that. I don't like eating crappy food. So. So yeah. So what do you do? You know, you, you want to eat good food, then you got, you're paying forty, fifty, sixty dollars for a meal. Yeah, uh, I remember. Except for that pizza place downstairs at MGM. That place that, is reasonable. That that's not bad. Good. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's a really good pizza place in, in Cosmopolitan, too. I don't venture out very often. We'd either be I, at MGM or South Point. That's kind of where our stops were. So. But see, but if you're there and Jared's there, you know, he's doing something, you know. Yeah, well, he was working for us this last year. Oh, <laughs> was he really? Yeah, he worked. A bit. He was working men's footwear. And then he, we sent him over to women's footwear while we were eating lunch, and he said, Jessica, never again. Yeah. He's like, they would try on every cotton pick and shoe and boot, and they wouldn't even buy one. Men oh. would just walk up and say, I need a size 10. You'd hand it to them, and off they went. So, it's yeah. I always I always tell my stores, you know, I learned so much working in a bar and appreciate what they do at retail. And oh, it makes absolutely. me never, ever want to work retail. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Because I'm usually in either kids' footwear or women's footwear, and usually every shoe they want on the bottom of the stack. You know, I said I feel like I've done like a hundred squats. You know, up and down, up and down, getting the I, shoes out. The, the killer for me is. I love the kids though. I do love the kids. The kids are fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're so much fun. Yeah. The 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 the, the, the I'm with Jared. Where the women are are. I've Ooh. had women, almost a full size, too big of a boot, and I'm like. That's the wrong size. Oh, no, it fits. I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. I'm like, no, I, well, I want to wear it tonight, so I want to make sure it's loose. <laughs> when your feet swell up. I'm like, but, but you're never going to wear them again because they don't fit you. 
and they they would buy it. Oh yeah, four hundred dollars later. I'm like, all right. I know. I know. Yeah. Or they're too small. They'll break. No, they're too small. No, they'll be fine. Oh, okay. Funny. Yeah, we have. uh, We're usually there over at the Cowboy Christmas. We're in busy, busy. Yeah, we are slammed. And it, uh, especially that last day, and they do the. Saturday push with everybody there. And it's just, it is, by the time the booth shuts down, we were laughing. Cause I mean, it looked like a bomb went off because people were just, you know, it's almost like a frenzy at the very last minute, the last day of the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, two, uh, let's see three years ago, maybe two years ago, my last day, cause Mandalay Bay closed on Saturday. And then, so Sunday I go over and help sell up the sands, which is now going to be the Rio, I guess. But, um, so I'd always go over there, and then uh, they put me in the bargain booth on the last day. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in the bargain booth? No. Because you don't have one at LVCC. No. It's it's literally all the stuff you can't even sell at the warehouse sale that they so they bring in to the bargain booth, and it's 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 unbelievable because people are just pick. It's like a TJ Maxx on on steroids with <laughs> with uh, on on Black Friday. Oh my gosh! Because it's always good sales, and then on the last day they always do even better, like forty percent off, fifty percent off, whatever. And, uh, yeah, it, it, people are just literally leaping over stuff to get to that box to make sure that no one takes it. And this, I had a lady. There was probably a stack of uh, tin hall boots, eight high, and she took the one off the bottom, and all seven on top fell over. <laughs> so I'm like, ah. Oh. Before I could get over to the seven that fell over, people were going through the ones that fell over to see if there was a size in there. So they could fit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I don't even have to clean it up. They're just going to take them. That is awesome. Yeah, it wasn't – I mean, our deal is organized chaos, I guess, compared yeah. to that. But it is chaos. No, no. I, I, we're the same yeah. way. Manly, Manly Bay is a little bit slower than LBCC. But, like, on the weekends, we're – you know, we have lines going out the uh, out the booth, too. So it's always it's always fun. There are so many good good parts about our job. I mean, oh, I love the, it. I love the, the. I like being different every day. I tell my friends that um, there's those that have to sit in a cubicle and work on a computer every day, and I I'm just not that type of person. I have to be busy and doing, and so I say every day I'm looking out that windshield. Every day is different. Every yeah. view is different, you know, and so um, and it makes me happy. Like I enjoy my. You know, when I go on certain trips, I'm like, I'm excited to go, you know. Well, um, you, you, that's why I, I, I'll end up in Parkfield. And you'll be like, hey. And I'm like, yeah. because I'm always looking for different roads, so I don't take the same road every time. And I'll, 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 I stayed at the um, Madonna Inn in San Luis oh, Obispo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I drive by it every time, and I never stay there because it's always kind of in between. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to stay there this time. Yeah. And it was awesome. Was cool. It was cool. Yeah. I need to get better about doing that. I'm very um, – it feels like I'm regimented on my route just because I'm, I know these – I've used the same route so many times. Um, I do need to get better about – of course, granted, there's just X amount of roads that you want to take in Texas because, you know, you're going straight for so long. But, but, but yeah, I was going to say, you also have a much bigger rig than I do. Yeah. I mean, this one – I mean, I, I sold the semi. I bought a different dually, so it's not exactly small. Um <laughs> 28-foot trailer. Or 28-foot trailer. And then when I'm not pulling the rig, I'm using a 
I have a Suburban, but I've taken the back seat out, you know, and I just fill it up with everything that I need. So. Yeah. Well, that's it depends on the time of the year. You know, like this next season is actually a really good time for me because it'll be September or early October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can it, it'd be a little bit cooler in the in the hot areas, you know, down the valleys and, and central central valley, Bakersfield and Porterville. But then I can get up into Sequoia a little bit and hit some of the pine trees up there, and some of the rivers will be running if we get a little bit of rain. And so, That'd be awesome. Yeah, and that's I, I just try and schedule in a few extra hours. I'll be excited when the man-eating bugs kind of go away for a while. The <laughs> <laughs> man-eating bugs. June bugs aren't smacking you in the head at night. <laughs> we don't have that problem, thankfully. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. What, oh my gosh. What, what do you? What? Let me. This is a new question for for my guests, and I was just thinking about it over the weekend. Okay. How did you end up where you're at now? Oh gosh. And and you know when you were in high school or college age, did you go, hey, someday I want to be an outside sales rep? No, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't planned. Um, I, let's see, I've always, I, you know, I rode horses and loved the horse side of things, the Western, you know, rodeo, that kind of stuff. Um, I wanted to work in some kind of horse type industry. Uh, and so that's where I started off. I was with Professional Choice doing road shows for them all over okay. the college. I traveled all over. And then, uh, then I got hired on by Equibrand, so I moved to Texas. Because I'm originally from California, yeah. many months ago. Um, I got hired on by Equibrand, and I did the Texas-Oklahoma in-house sales um, for them. And then I went, I got someone with a company back in the day. It was called Cowboy Decor. They called me, asked if I was interested in sales rep. And I was like, you know, I've done everything but that. So I took that job on, um, and that progressed to another company. And then, and then I ended up with Roper. I just I once I got to going with it I really liked it I when I had the in-house sales job I loved the people I worked with I did not love sitting still at a desk yeah. and talking on the phone all day it's not my thing um, but apparently driving around like a circus clown is my thing and I love it but <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now you have your your wonderful kids to to, to always bring you home oh yeah and it's I mean it's rewarding too like when you're working towards something you're like okay these you know cause my husband's an ag teacher um and you know he he's more of the stable you know stable income stable uh schedule you right. know when you're trying to figure everything out my schedule is okay, i'll be like okay this month where are y'all going what's the plan and then i say like okay so now i need to schedule my route around their set schedule and it just works. I mean, it 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 works. It's it's crazy organized chaos is what it is. So, you, you, looking back, do you ever see yourself being able to do something different? No. I mean, because like for me, the job I have now is exactly where I needed to be. Relationships. Right. I call it real. I call what we do relationship sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not just selling a car. I'm not going to see you one time, and I got to make the sale. Sell, 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 sell. It's, no, because hey, they gonna... depend on you. Yeah, your your stores depend on you to help them make business decisions. And I'm um, going to see you in in a few yeah. months. And if I'm if I give you something bad, you're right. not going to buy something from me next time. Right. Yeah. And often too, like you know, now that 
I'm 10 years into this job, you know, you become close to these people. And then, like, when yeah. they pass away or when they have their babies or, you know, you almost become like a little family, you know. Yep. Um, and you care about these people. And so and you want their businesses to do good. You're not going to sell them a bunch of junk that you think is going to hurt their business at the end. Um, and they realize that because they have had reps in the past. Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to say, those reps are out there. Those reps are out there, and they'll bulk sell them to get the sale. And they don't care if it sells or not. They wanted that instant dollar. And then, you know, and then those accounts suffer. But um, so it is, it's, you know, I I never would have thought I would be doing I always thought I was going to be a veterinarian at first. And then I thought I was going to work, like, on a horse farm or at a breeding farm. Um, but I'm glad my turn of events took me to this point. So. Well, I, I think that's what I, I always tell my daughters. You know, when, when my daughters graduate college, uh, you know, they were kind of freaked out because they're like, we don't know what we want to do with our lives. And I'm like, join the You'll crowd. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I, because we went to, I, I remember this vividly. We, I was having dinner with, um, or lunch with my my youngest, Allison. And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, hey, so what do you think about doing? You know, and I go, Allie, I go, every, look, I go, look around this restaurant. It doesn't matter if they're 60, 70, 30, 20, 40, 50, whatever. No one's got to figure it out no. because every, everyone's trying to like, I got to figure out where I'm at now, but where am I going to be in three years? Oh, I got, you know, who knows, you know? Yeah. And so, things happen like, you know, the economy, also, <laughs> the economy, like remember the economy a few years back when the oil, well, for me, the oil. Yeah. Yeah. Bombed, it, and, that, and it hurt. It affected hurt. mine too. Yeah. It affected mine a lot. And so um, you have those deals and you just, prep for that and, you know, put money aside for emergency funds. And, um, but I do, it's super rewarding to be self-employed. I love it for me. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I like, I like not having a ceiling. Yeah. And I like being able to push myself. So. That's a, that's a good way of looking at it actually. Yeah. I I, I like the ceiling. Mm -mm. Yeah. I was going to say, I like the, the, for me, I like, like you were saying, I couldn't sit. I could I? Yes, I, I could sit in an office if I had to. I just would not ever want to. No, uh, no. And I'm like, you know, my, they always say I'm wound up like an eight day week because I cannot. You know, I'm fidgety. You see me at the sales meetings. I shake my leg. Or I'm well, probably it's because I'm eating a pound of candy because they have those candy bowls sitting right <laughs> in front of it. But besides that. Uh, and then I'll be drinking a caffeinated drink in the morning. And they're like, that is the last thing you need. But, um, I know. yeah, I just don't sit still. And I, I think that's what makes me good at what I do because I like to go and do and be and, you know, I'm just moving. Um, and, uh, and I always told somebody when I stop loving what I do, then I shouldn't be doing it anymore. But, you know, I've done the sales rep thing. I've been doing that for 14 years and I love it. And I still love it, you know, through the ups and downs. And so I hope that, um, you know, you see those reps that are really old doing it. You always wonder, like, how long, you know, how long will the sales rep era go? You know, because things are starting to switch to more technical, like, yeah, a lot of online stuff, a lot of, you know. I just hope that, you know, the handshake and the face-to-face thing never dies. So That's going to be interesting because even in Las Vegas, I can tell you from my wife, you know, she was a, a waitress there, and now they're changing where they're they're getting less waitresses, and they just got rid of uh, service bartenders. It's going to be a machine, 
you know when you sit at a, at a blackjack table or yeah. a poker table and, and they go, uh, would you like a drink? And they go, yeah. And they would go get a drink. That's now going to come out of a machine because they, they're firing all of their service bartenders. So that waitress is going to go back there and plug in that you want a Jack and Coke and that the machine's going to make a Jack and Coke and she's going to bring it back. You know what I mean? But they literally got rid of a whole group of employees because of that. That's wild. So if you are a bartender and you're like, hey, I got a job that they're never going to, I mean, they're always going to serve alcohol in Vegas. That's yeah. right. But they're not always going to need you to do it. No. I know you wonder when you hear about now, you know, even on Amazon where people, where those little drones dropping the package off at your porch. Yeah. And you're like little, they'll have little robots. Run. Of course, granted in Paradise, Texas, there's a little robot running down the road. Pretty sure it's going to get smashed. But <laughs> you get by, or shot. By, or shot, yeah. By a tractor <laughs> or something. But, I mean, or if a drone, yeah, if a drone's flying over your house, pretty sure someone's going to shoot it down. But, uh, but you just wonder, like, what, you know, I just hope the hand, like I said, the handshake, the um, face-to-face deal. I just, because people, you know, people text more and people don't talk on the phone as much. Um, I just hope that doesn't die. So I love, I love talking face-to-face. And to me, a handshake, someone, you know, shakes my hand and says, yes, I'm going to do this. I assume they're going to do it, you know. It's going to be so interesting. Good. It will be interesting. It will be definitely interesting. I mean, hell, we, uh, I mean, I use Facebook and stuff, but me and my husband just got an Instagram and like, he just very recently got Snapchat. We both cannot figure out how to use it. But, like, the kids, we had some friends of ours, kids living with us for a short while, and, you know, they were teenagers. And, I mean, they had Snapchat. Tw- I, I don't know all the different ones. Yeah. But, um, it blew my mind at how many different outlets there were to communicate with somebody without actually communicating with them. So. I, I get into that with not just my daughter, my, with my wife. With, with At a certain point, you got to, pick up the phone. Yeah. Talk to them. You know, even, mm-hmm. even in like just dealing with your kids, you know, I, I realized even when I was, my kids were in high school, I realized it's not cool to pick up the phone. And so they would want to text me instead of pick up the phone and talk, you know, Oh, you got to talk to your dad. But yeah. I'm like, when I say pick up the phone, that means pick up the phone. Yeah. That means call me. Yeah. So. I mean, it means uh, I know you want to be cool, but you're not going to be any less cool without if I take the phone away from you. That's so. Yeah, my kids. I don't. My kids already. You know, it's six and nine years old. They're like, I want a cell phone. I'm like, you are not getting a cell phone. And w- 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 Wendy, uh, my wife is like, I would be the most hated mom in the world because I would not let them have a phone. I'm like, yeah, you would be because every kid is supposed to have a phone now. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I, my kids aren't getting it for a while. So we just, uh, yeah, it's just not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough problems. I don't need a cell phone to be one of them. So. I hear you. What advice would you give to somebody that, that says, hey, I don't know what I want to do with my life? What do you tell them? I mean, you need an intern with people. So, like, me, I knew I liked, um, I liked the Western industry, but I didn't know really – what direction I wanted. So like, and try different things. So like you're, if you say, I like the automobile industry, you know, go either intern at places or do the shit job, the shit jobs for different places, whether you are at a tire dealership or a mechanic place or 
me, I worked at like a guest ranch and then I worked at a breeding farm. You know, you just kind of, it's all stepping stones. You have, you're not going to like go from high school to the good paying job. It's not going to happen. You, it's all about, um, another thing is it's all about who you know too. So like make connections. Don't be afraid to introduce yourself to people, you know, and reintroduce yourself to the same people. So like, um, well, a good example is uh, John Goodman. I would see him at places and I would always introduce him and I'd always tell him, be like, Hey, if y'all ever had an opening, talk to me. You know, I'd always tell him that. And then when the job finally came open, they remembered that this little wild brunette keeps wanting to take that job. So we better talk to her. So, um, but that's my biggest deal. It's a, it's a who knows who kind of world. Granted, your, your um, resume may be nice, but, you know, if you don't have the people backing you up, it's hard to get in or anything, really. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's like, and, and I've kind of figured that out with the podcast show has helped me out with that. Mm-hmm. You know, where it, I, I kind of start figuring out going, you know what? I have a show. I have an outlet for people to, you know, if, you, if you're trying to sell Aussies or a movie or your comedy show or whatever, I have a platform that, that can help do that for you. Oh, yeah. So so you you might want to talk to me. Whereas before, when I first started, I was like, why would anyone want to talk to me? I'm just. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah. I'm, I'm just peak going down the road, you know. I know. I know. And it's, and it's all connections. So even like even my kids' pony ride business. So like they buy and sell ponies. Um, It's all referrals. So as we've gotten to know people, you know, people refer people. And, you know, they bring people back to you. And um, it's just such a close-knit with any industry, if within that industry, everything's close knit. And so you just make sure to, you know, always think that um, somebody's always watching you. So like when you're at these different events, you know, try to stay somewhat posed, poised, I guess, um, you know, and always make sure to introduce yourself. Don't ever be shy to just talk to somebody because those, those connections you make will make sure pay it forward. So I, tell, I, I told, I've told several reps, uh, Joey in particular is when you're even when you're at at NFR, you know, and it's ten o'clock at night or eleven o'clock at night, and you think you're off the clock. You got to remember where okay. you're at. You're because still you, off the clock. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the, the, the senior vice president of, of uh, the company you you want to apply for might be right behind you, mm-hmm. and you don't know oh, yeah. who they are yet because you haven't met them yet. Well, they might not exactly know who you are, but they'll be like, "What is that guy doing?" You know, and then they'll remember. It. Then you, then you go in and go in to meet somebody, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah." Oh, I remember you. I remember that idiot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and I had to learn the hard way. You know, like when you're young, and um, I mean, it's hard when you. I mean, it's all it's a <clears throat> it's a learning curve for sure. And um, you know, when you're in your early twenties, you're out having a good time. You're like, "Oh heck, it'll all pan out eventually." And it does. It will. But you can just kind of help yourself along by trying to remember those things. So. I, I agree. I agree. So. Well, I appreciate the time, Jess. Heck uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we, we, we talked on our in-between moments. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sure I'll be calling you on the road this week. So. Exactly. And then I'll, I'll see you next week. Yeah, so. on Monday. That's so. how it works. That's, hey, that's probably when this episode is going to drop. will be next Monday. Oh, great. I hope I didn't say anything bad. No, I'm, just I'm just kidding. <laughs> Use your filters. No. no. <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave it all in. Oh, yeah. I didn't cuss too much. We're good. No, no, you're, you're solid. Yeah, I'm good.
But so, I appreciate. Uh, hey, what's the best way for people to find out which, how you how to reach you as far as your your Aussies, your ponies? Um. So on Facebook, like we have B four Toy Aussies, which is like the letter B and the number four Toy Aussies, and then we also do B four Ponies. They both have their own page on Facebook and on Instagram. Oh. So, yeah. You're getting fancy uh, on us. I know. I'm trying to figure it all out, but we'll see. But yeah, that's how we keep everything um, sorted for the most part. What you got to do. Oh yeah. So. Well, I, I appreciate the time, though. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Hey, Jess.